Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jersey Educator Podcast. My name is Jeff Bradbury. And my name is Jim Boyce. Thank you so much for listening to our show today. This is episode 20. Tonight, we're going to be talking to, well, Jim, who are we going to be talking about today? Jeff, on the show, we have Melissa Tomlinson joining us. Uh, Melissa is a teacher of students with special needs in the Buna Regional Middle School of, uh, of Atlantic County. Uh, she's well known uh, among educational advocates, not only in New Jersey, but across the country due to her role uh, and her position with the Badass Teachers Association or the BATS. Uh, she's currently their assistant executive director. Uh, we first got to know Melissa when she um, she followed Governor Christie to a rally and had her picture taken with him uh, as the governor wagged his finger in her face. Uh, and Melissa also sits on the ESSA or ESSA stakeholder group uh, at the New Jersey Department of Education. We are looking forward to having her on today. Of course, once again, thank you so much for listening to the show. There are several great ways that you can support this very program. We are the podcast created by the New Jersey Education Association members for the ed- and New Jersey Education Association members. Jim, tell everybody out there how they can subscribe to this show and connect with us. Sure, Jeff. We are we are on iTunes. Just do a search for Jersey Educator. We come right up in all of our 20 episodes. Uh, you can also find us on Google Play and Stitcher. And you can find us on the web at njea.org slash podcast. And we certainly hope that you have a chance to go out there and subscribe to us. Uh, we do this show probably twice a week, or sorry, twice a month, maybe three times a month. And we are going to be doing a live broadcast from Atlantic City at the New Jersey Educators Association Convention. Jim, when is that? And tell us a little bit about what we're going to be doing. Oh, very exciting, Jeff. We will be in the uh, Digital Boulevard section of the main convention hall uh, in the TeacherCast booth, which, of course, is is your booth. And we'll be there uh, Thursday from 11 to 1. We're inviting back all our past guests of the show to check in with us and share uh, what they've been doing since and we'll have some of the uh, NJA officers hopefully stopping by and uh, some of the NJA uh, leadership uh, stopping by also to chat. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be, uh, you know, right there you can uh, step up. And if you have a question, um, it's a great place to ask and connect. You know, Jim, it is November now, and the convention is only a few more days away. I am really, really excited. As you mentioned, the uh, the teacher cast booth is going to be there. I think I've got five or six sessions each day. Uh, in addition to doing the live show, I'm really looking forward to reconnecting with everybody and uh, having a good time with that. Um, I do want to make one very special announcement, if I can, about this year's convention. Uh, many of you guys who have been following me and following TeacherCast over the last three years knew that three years ago my, uh, my, my, my kids were born at the convention. And many of you guys know that since that point in time, I've only been living with two of my triplets. Um, I'm very, very happy to announce on this show, Jim, that last week my third child, Christopher, uh, came home to us for the first time. And uh, we are very lucky to have a complete family. And uh, just wanted to bring that up as we're talking about the convention. It's been three years 
that we have uh, not been able to have him live with us for medical reasons. And I'm looking forward to possibly having him down in Atlantic City to be with oh, us wow. for the first time. That, that would be great. I'd, I'd love to meet him and I'd love to meet uh, the, your, your two others. That'd be uh, really great. Do you know where else you might be able to see the wonderful world famous edu triplets? <laughs> where is that, Jeff? That would be at Ed Camp, New Jersey. And that's going to be happening on Saturday, November 19th at West Windsor Plainsboro Regional School District at the Thomas R. Grover Middle School. Now, I got to tell you something about Ed Camp, New Jersey, Jim. It is the fifth annual version of this. We started off with just a few people sitting around a table saying, you know, we're going to make one of these things happen. Five years later, um, it, it's it's truly been a blessing to put this together. We have almost 500 people uh, signed up to register for the event. Check it out. You can go over to edcampnewjersey.net. Spell the whole thing out. edcampnewjersey.net. Again, Saturday, November 19th. It is a free conference. Lots of great educators are going to be there from around the region. Not only just the state, Jim, but around the region. So check that out. The fifth annual Ed Camp New Jersey. Still looking for sponsors. Still looking for registrants. But we look forward to seeing every Everybody there, but that's not just the only great event happening in the state. What else is happening in the NJEA? Jeff, we're we're really gearing up for our NJEA convention in Atlantic City, uh, November tenth through the eleventh. I'm very excited about the Early Career Members uh, networking event at Haven Nightclub in the Gold Nugget on Thursday, November tenth, from six to nine p.m. Uh, it, last year, we've had uh, we had about 800 early career members come out to to meet their peers from across the state and grow their support networks. And this year, uh, we're really hoping to just uh, bust the doors off the place at over a thousand early career members under one roof. And a group of them uh, have created a very innovative strategy to move that event from a social place to a networking place um, with some a little tiny bit of structure to where mem- members can uh, meet their peers a little more easily and even win some prizes. So uh, the way to register for that event is at njea.org slash early career members. That is fantastic. I'll be there. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody at the event. Jim, tell us who our guest is today. Jeff, joining us on the show today is Melissa Tomlinson. Melissa is a teacher of students with special needs at Buna Regional Middle School, which is in Atlantic County. Uh, I've gotten to know Melissa, and she's very well known among educational advocates, not only across our state, but the country, because of her work with the uh, the BATS, uh, also known as the Badass Teachers Association, where she currently serves as the Assistant Executive Director. Uh, Melissa is also well-known to educational advocates across our state. Uh, November 2013, she was in a picture with Governor Christie where he was uh, wagging her face. Uh, And uh, Melissa runs the after-school program in her school building. And she also sits, uh, Jeff, on the New Jersey Department of Education's ESSA, or ESSA, Stakeholder Group. That is a fantastic resume. I want to bring on to the show Melissa. Melissa, how are you today? Welcome to the program. Good. Thanks a lot for having me, Jeff. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about how your school year is going. School year is going very fast because uh, I seem to be busier than ever. Um, 
new mandates with SGOs and getting ready, unfortunately, already for the park test. Um, you know, it ends up being a lot, a lot for a teacher to plan through and get ready for. And I assume that uh, like many teachers, you are getting ready to uh, make the journey down to Atlantic City for the NJEA convention. Uh, tell us a little bit about your plans this year and uh, what are you looking forward to this year? Uh, so actually, I'm looking forward to holding a professional development session ourselves. Um, Bats has had a table there. This will be our third year at convention. So we had a table on the floor, and for the first year, we submitted a, pr a proposal, and it was accepted by NJEA, and we're doing a session called Developing Cultural Competence in Schools, something that's uh, kind of really near and dear to our mission, and something I'd like to see more of at NJEA. Um, Melissa, uh, if our listeners want to stop by and uh, take part in that, do you want to do a little plug about uh, where and when your session is going to be? The session will be uh, Friday at 1 p.m. up in room 402, and Dr. Denisha Jones from, while well, she was from Howard, now she's from Trinity University, is joining me, and we're trying to talk Marla Kilfoyle into presenting with us as well. That's really great, and I know Marla, uh, I believe, also serves on the board of the BATS as well, uh, correct? Yeah, she's the executive director. Oh, and wow. Yeah, Mm -hmm. She's out of New York, so we have a, a whole East Coast thing going on with that, but we have a strong West Coast presence, too. Great. You've, um, you're assembling a team of, of some well-known educational advocates across the country for your session at convention. And, you know, we, we've mentioned already, just a minute into this, uh, the BATS, the Badass Teachers, just a couple times, and our listeners uh, can learn more about the BATS at badassteacher.org. But, Melissa, for anyone out there listening in who isn't familiar with the BATS, how would you define them and uh, characterize them? So BATS started as a Facebook group kind of uh, to give teachers a place where their voices would be heard, and it really exploded uh, with the uh, promotion of Diane Ravitch. She's a, a friend of ours, and she really liked what we were doing and mentioned us in our blog, and then our numbers just skyrocketed. That was about three and a half years ago. And since then, we've become a nonprofit. Uh, we've done advocacy work all over the country. We've lobbied down in D.C. We've held a Congress down in D.C. We've held meetings with the uh, U.S. Department of Ed uh, before ESSA. We tried to meet with them. Um, we have some legislation that went into the writing of ESSA for workplace bullying and intimidation. And uh, we have some exciting partnerships coming up that we'll be announcing some more information on soon about our work revolving around that. Wow. So you mentioned their meetings with the, the United States Department of Education. You mentioned legislation. Typically, when I think of big scale things like that, I think more of the, the statewide um, education associations and the unions and some of the bigger educational um, uh, organizations. But BATS is run um, by teachers and, and uh, educational employees all across the country, right? It is. We do have uh, some parent partnerships as well. Uh, we are completely a volunteer organization. None of us get paid for this work, and nobody um, 
we're not paid by, you know, we're not union owned. We're not any kind of organization owned. It's all um, actually right now we're doing our fall fundraiser. So it's all based on donations from our members and from our supporters. And our, our listeners, if they want to find, um, you, you mentioned the Facebook page. Um, how do we find the bats on Facebook? So you can just um, type badass teachers into the search bar and we have the open Facebook page uh, where information can be shared. And then we have a closed Facebook uh, group that's, I think, over 58,000 members right now. And a lot of information goes into that page on, on a, a daily, hourly basis. So you can really become informed about what's going on in different states and get involved in some really good conversations Um education, social justice, racial issues. So, Melissa, you're you're very heavily involved, not only in our state, um, but across the country in, in ESSA, meeting with the Department of Education. You're involved in writing legislation at the national level. Wow. Um, how, how did this all start for you? You know, did, did, did it did it all um, kind of progress or did it is, is there like one thing you can draw back to or? Is it like a series of steps or something? Um, so when I first found bats, I I was amazed because I had this this sense of relief that I was not alone in feeling what I was feeling about what was going on in public education right now. So at that time, um, I met I met messaged some of the. Uh, People that were running it uh, asked how I could get involved, and they put me in different groups to help out, create memes and create stories. Uh, but the the whole catalyst, and you mentioned this earlier, was the day that I decided to confront Chris Christie and uh, ask him why he uh, saw our schools, why he called them failure factories. And it, it's funny because the story originally came from a post from another New Jersey bat. It was not my original idea. And I tell her all the time that she needs to step up and say that she had the original idea, Uh, but she doesn't want to go through what I've gone through since then. Um, But she had done it. And I said, Oh, you know what? Let me check his schedule and find out when he's coming near me. And it just happened to be the very next day. So I copied the exact sign that she had and I went and asked him this question and, and stood right outside of his bus after he was done his session and asked him again. Um, And that was when he decided to turn on me and respond. Um, And somebody happened to take pictures of it. And I was driving away and actually I was shaking because the, the mob mentality of the crowd that was cheering for him was, was really intimidating. And here I am this little five foot one girl uh, but I d- was driving away, and all of a sudden, my phone started blowing up. You're all over Twitter. Do you even know this? And I had no clue at the time. I was actually on my way trying to chase him down to his next stop in Atlantic City to continue the conversation. Um, but I got – there was a roadblock up. Um, but I never would have done any of this if it hadn't been for bats. I – um, and Jim's laughing because he knows me. Um, I'm usually a very meek and quiet person. Unless you talk to me one-on-one, then I get very vocal. But I'm not the type of person to step up in a crowd and confront somebody like that. But that's, I was like, hey, if other people are doing this stuff, there's no reason why I can't do it, too. Really uh, a great story there that that I had not heard the background <laughs> of that of that famous picture we we had jersey jazzman on our last show and he mentioned you and he mentioned that that 
blog post he did in that interview with you after that um, took place in November of 2013 uh, is his most read blog post, over 100,000 clicks. And uh, it sounds like then the bats um, have really helped empower you and is a place for anyone interested in education to go if they're looking to get involved and they're looking to make a difference. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, you said the word empower, and I'm not not a fan of that word because I believe that we all have that power within ourselves. And, you know, what taps that power is some little spark of a moment just like that. Um, but, yes, BATS is an alternative way to get involved. Um, we do a lot of social media work. So for people who don't have the time to drive to something that NJEA puts on or uh, has local issues that they really can't get involved with their local union at the moment, depending on, you know, leadership or time or administration or something. This is definitely an alternative way. And we have a lot of AFT members as well. So the comparison between the two unions is really quite interesting. Oh, I, I bet it is. I certainly bet it is. And I, I was just thinking while you were, you were, were talking there that what better way for our listeners who want to connect with educators across the country than the BATS Facebook uh, group where there's over 60,000 of you all across the country, um, all just chatting and working together. Uh, really just an amazing thing. It, it is great. We really uh, support each other a lot. This month coming up, our Ohio Bats are doing a rally against their high school graduation requirements, which are turning out to be similar to New Jersey. Um, and so that's on our, our, we have a monthly calendar and that's going to be the push that week and all of our social media posts will be geared around it and all the other states will be supporting it. So, so speaking of high school graduation requirements, you mentioned uh, that, that that makes me think of ESSA. ESSA, um, which stands for Melissa, uh, the Every Student Succeeds Act. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, sorry, little mental block there. And uh, Melissa, you are on the the statewide um, committee um, sponsored by the New Jersey Department of Education to provide some insight and direction into how that will go here. Uh, correct. I am. So that came out of um, the listening tour that Department of Ed had. Uh, They only had a few sessions, and I I try to speak out at everything now. So I went and I provided testimony on what I felt uh, belonged in the state's plan for ESSA. Now, we had a group of about five bats that actually read through the 1,000-page legislation as it was being proposed, and we wrote our own recommendations. So based upon what we had written, I had done my testimony and they approached me afterwards and said, you know, we're doing these, these stakeholder groups and would you please join us? So it's a requirement of the new federal legislation to have more stakeholder engagement uh, in our states. And then that's also has to trickle down to our locals. So anybody who's looking to uh, start something uh, to get their districts ready for this new legislation that's going to come through, there's not too much to do until the state plan's written, but one thing to do is to set up that groundwork for your local stakeholder group and start figuring out what representations you want to bring in for the different groups of people. So, so Melissa, in terms of a timeline, um, you know, most, if not all, uh, uh, educators um, across the country 
probably have heard of ESSA, probably know a little bit about it, that uh, it's going to be new, it's going to be rolling out. Uh, when, when, when can we expect the state plan to be implemented? And then when can our listeners expect for this to uh, trickle down, if that's the right word, uh, tr- trickle down to, to their classrooms? So the plans are being written now. All of our meetings are, they've started and they're going through till the end of December. And then there's also meetings around the state that the uh, NJEA and the DOE are holding where other people can input information and and their opinions. Um, And then the plans need to be written. They need to be submitted to the federal government by March. So they'll be released before then for final public comment. Um, after that, so those first set of plans will have the, the APR and the plan for how we're going to look at our schools for the 16-17 year. Now that's only based on what the state already has as a scientific tool. But what we're also working on is the plans following that because there's new things that can be brought into how our schools are measured. And so now the discussion is about, well, what is really important to us as educators? What do we really want from education for our students? What do parents really want from education from our students? What do community members really want? So we're looking at at how we can measure all of those um, different things. And there's so much we know that education really needs to be about more than just academics and learning that uh, in my opinion, it really needs to be some kind of holistic type approach. Uh, It just cannot be one thing or the other. There's not one thing that's more important than the other. So, so right now, our schools and our our members are uh, measured and evaluated based upon um, and NCLB, right? The No Child Left Behind. Well, the, the newer version of that, the Race to the Top. Race to the Top. To it, yeah. So, so right, right now, our 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 statewide evaluation and measurement pieces come from that, and and you're saying we have an opportunity. Everyone has an opportunity to to do it a little different under ESSA? Uh, A little bit, yes. Um, Unfortunately, what John King's doing now with how he's writing the regulations uh, is really kind of hindering the spirit of the law and still trying to place us back in race to the top in NCLB territory. Uh, So we do have a push uh, to, to get that kind of toned down some. You know, we know we can't get it completely taken away. Uh, and we also have a push that maybe perhaps the federal government needs to extend the timeline a little bit until we find out who the new commissioner of education is going to be, uh, because it may be somebody who wants to change everything at the next point. Um, and, and we just feel that the states are, are being too rushed. Even in these stakeholder meetings, I feel like, you know, we're being told because you have the scientific measure already, this is what you have to do. If we know it's wrong, we shouldn't be doing it. Wow. So uh, it sounds like, Melissa, you, you carry a lot of this around with you and, and you have a lot on your shoulders. And, um, you know, if, if, if any of our listeners wanted to learn more about this or join you, uh, would they find you on the New Jersey Bats Facebook page? Uh, would, would that be a good place to go? That's, yeah, that's probably the easiest, the quickest way to, to find me. Um, and uh, we have a, an email that goes right to myself and Marla, and that's contact.batmanager at gmail.com. So that's a, a direct email right to me through the organization. 
Wow, really great. I'm I'm just uh it's it's really great that we have members out there like you who who will sit and read uh, a thousand page uh pieces of legislation and really dive into it and and want to make a difference. Um and 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 you mentioned there that NJA does have some meetings coming up with the New Jersey Department of Education when this um when this podcast gets released um I don't know if there'll be time for that but the the ones in November are on November 2nd and November 3rd and want to find out more about ESSA on the NJEA side and register for those meetings uh they're at njea.org/issues and political action slash ESSA, E-S-S-A. Um, and I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. Also, Jim, uh, in yeah. an effort to be more transparent, the Department of Ed does have an, a direct email that you can email them concerns. And as the stakeholder meetings are progressing, they're supposed to be posting uh, links and information from each meeting. So if people keep uh, checking back on the Department of Ed website, they should be able to find more information as well. Okay, that that's great to hear. So we'll uh, we'll be checking that out. And uh, M- Melissa, we've been talking here, um, probably coming. I- I've lost track of time. I've no idea how long we've been talking, but that's that's nothing new. And uh, I I was wondering if you wanted to talk a little bit about the movie that was premiered over the weekend. I, I know you had an opportunity to go see it. Um, it's called Backpack Full of Cash, and Matt Damon is the narrator, I believe. Yes. So I was blown away by this movie and not because it wasn't any information that I didn't already know. Uh, There were a few things that I was not aware of with specific um, cities that were talked about. Um, I was more blown away by how the information was presented. It was presented in a clear cut Almost non-biased. It wasn't really, um, you know, screaming about charters, screaming about testing. It just presented the facts, clear cut, uh, easy to understand. It hit all the main topics. It hit charters, vouchers, which was very important to me because I was just in Atlantic City yesterday morning speaking about the the, the voucher vote. Um, it hit testing and funding. So Philadelphia was really highlighted. Uh, a lot of the members of Philadelphia Teachers Union and the WE Caucus were um, shown in the piece. And it followed the story of a couple of Philadelphia students, which was really great. And then it talked about New Orleans and it talked about Nashville, Tennessee, which are also two places that we have bats in that are very near to my heart. And I had not really spoken to a lot of people about this movie beforehand, but um, I knew most of the people in it. And I was, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It was, so it was really great seeing my friends up there uh, on the big screen. Um, the producers of the movie, they're doing their last fundraising push right now. They have about two weeks left to secure all the money so they can get the final licensing and permissions, and then they want to take it uh, nationwide. And they want to use it as an organizing tool, kind of like we use standardized in this state. Um, And they're going to go even a step further. They're going to provide conversation starters and almost a whole curriculum uh, package around the movie. So it's really something for us to look into uh, and see how we can use it as a tool. 
Really, really cool. Uh, great to hear that a, a, a new film has come out. You know, in our state, we're no strangers to to showing films um, over the past few years. And uh, if our listeners want to check out this new one, uh, it's at backpackfullofcash.com. And like uh, Melissa said, it's in the, the, there is a Kickstarter there. If if you want to contribute or or just learn a little bit more about it, and I'm I'm really excited to uh, to see it and check it out. And uh, Melissa, you know, is there? Wow, we talked about a range of things from uh, national uh, to state to um, it's just been a great conversation. It's really great having you on the show to 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 speak directly to these issues as you are um one of our one of um the experts not only in our state but across the country uh is there anything else um you would like to share that maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about um you know i would like to say not everybody can can has that privilege of being as involved as i am i'm very lucky and i'm at a point in my life where i have the extra time now to travel and to research and read but no, no matter what level you can get involved at, the main thing is to be involved. Get involved and find your comfort zone of involvement to make any type of difference that you can. That's uh, I couldn't have said that better myself. And uh, what a, what a great way to wrap it up. So, uh, Melissa, thank you for uh, for coming on the show. We'll include some links in the show notes for our listeners, and we will see you. Your session at convention, Melissa, one more time is titled. And where can we find it again? Where and when? Developing cultural competence in schools. Friday, one p.m. in room four hundred two. All right. So we'll see you then at convention. And Melissa, thank you so much. Jim, I got to tell you, what a fantastic interview today. There certainly says something for anybody that's going to stand up literally to the governor and then try to do it again. Um, I, you know, my hat's off and check out the organization. Um, another example of an educator trying to stand up not only for other educators, but for students as well. Oh, absolutely. Great having Melissa on the show to uh, to talk about everything she has going on uh, with the badass teachers and with her work around uh, ESSA. And uh, you can learn more and find Melissa on the New Jersey or NJ Bats uh, Facebook page uh, and connect with her and get involved. And of course, other way, great ways of getting involved in the events happening around here. Just a reminder, we have Ed Camp New Jersey coming up on November 19th, a free event uh, put on by uh, a, an amazing group of educators. I think we still have about 20, so, 20 or so people on the, uh, on the committee there from all around the uh, state. Check that out, edcampnewjersey.net, November 19th at West Windsor Plainsboro Regional School District at Thomas R. Grover Middle School, edcampnewjersey.net. And, of course, I'm looking forward to seeing you, Jim, at the teachers' convention and doing a great two-hour broadcast. I believe it's still 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock. We have a lot of great events. All the stuff is going to be over here on our show notes links, both on the NJEA.org page and also over on TeacherCast. Jim, one last time for everybody listening to our 20th episode, how can they subscribe and reach out to us here on the podcast? Jeff, we're on iTunes. Uh, do a search for Jersey Educator. Uh, find all our past episodes there and subscribe. Also, same goes for Google Play and Stitcher. And uh, you can find us online at njea.org slash podcast. Write to us at 
podcast at NJA.org. And of course, you can reach out and find us on Twitter. You can find me at TeacherCast. And Jim, where do we find you on the Twitters? Uh, my old high school nickname, uh, Boyce in the Hood. Very, very nice. On behalf of everybody here at the Jersey Educator Podcast and the New Jersey Educator Association, my name is Jeff Bradbury. And my name is Jim Boyce. Reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions in New Jersey.